What is going on, beautiful people? Happy Saturday. Cheers. Salud. Whatever whatever uh, you say. Sipping on a, uh, a nice glass of uh, some nice bourbon. Buffalo, it's uh, called Buffalo Trace. Shout out to uh, the Whiskey Ginger Pod, a.k.a. Uh, crap, what's his name? Fuck, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I'm going to think of his name. Uh, Andrew San... San- and- no. Yeah, Andrew Santino. Yeah, duh. Why Why couldn't I think of that? But shout out to him. He kept plugging it in his pod, and I was like, I got to try this. It's been my go-to uh, bourbon that I drink when I'm drinking. So shout out. Um, how's everyone's week going? We just had a, uh, for those of, I can't even talk. <laughs> for those of those uh, keeping track at home, there's a big WandaVision finale, and it's been a bit a bit controversial. Um, a lot of people, a lot of fans were underwhelmed by it, but they didn't say it was necessarily bad. So I'm curious to hear anyone out there listening, their thoughts on it. I thought it was a phenomenal finale, but I, I definitely uh, understand why it could be a bit underwhelming. I mean, the whole uh, Quicksilver, the, the, you know, Pietro, Pietro, fake Pietro. That, you know, they played it off as a joke. His name was Ralph Boner, which, ha, ha, ha. But we were everyone was hoping that he'd be from the multiverse, you know, because he, he plays Quicksilver in the X-Men movies. Um, but there, there's, uh, there's a lot of good stuff that happened. The vision on vision moments and fight was awesome. You know, uh, well, spoiler warning, if you haven't seen the episode... Skip ahead to when this episode actually starts. We're just waiting on my man Jordan. Uh, but and the 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 um the book of thesis when they were that was incredible. And uh, but anyways, the, the the whole Quicksilver thing. I think not that we need any more theories out there. I think uh, he was named Ralph because. When you're a missing person, your identity isn't revealed. They kind of give you a fake name. And there's in episode three, it was no four, no three. I don't know. It was revealed that Jimmy Woo was going to Westview, New Jersey to investigate a missing person case. And that could be him because he's gone missing. And Ralph could have been his fake name. I think there's going to be bigger payoff to that down the line. Just they weren't going to throw that in uh, in this show. It was more of a tease because it's Wanda and Vision show. But the, the big Scarlet Witch reveal was awesome. Super cool. Uh, her going full Scarlet Witch in her costume was just amazing. Uh, yeah, it just was uh, pretty Just I, I was satisfied with it, but part of me was slightly disappointed. I would have loved to see, you know, I hope I don't mess this up back here. But I would have loved to see... Uh, the good old Doctor Strange make an appearance because Wanda is going to be in his movie. But, uh, you know, you can't get everything you wish for. There's a lot of big theories that, like, the X-Men were going to join because in the comics, Wanda is a mutant. But they didn't even talk about that. I think Marvel has their own plans for that. Um, 
series and show. So that's not really a thing at the moment. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought the show was super well done. I am uh, extremely excited to see where uh, everything goes just because um, the MCU is awesome. They, they, their storytelling and the way they enter. Now they have all their characters, you know, in one universe, it's going to be very exciting and to see kind of what happens. But overall, I thought it was a good show. I can't wait to go back and watch it all the way through instead of having to wait week to week per one episode. But there's new comic book projects to look forward to. So I'm not, I just enjoy it for what it is. I have my theories, but I don't get too attached. You know, I'm excited for uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League and the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Lots to look forward to. Lots and lots of things to look forward to. But, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. A lot of talk around the WandaVision finale, so I thought I'd bring it up. NBA All-Star Weekend as well. Not really too excited about it for various reasons. It just... There's no fans, and or maybe there's limited fans, but like it's just doesn't feel the same. And I respect them for trying to uh, do it, but yeah, it is what it is. Okay, so our guest is ready, and he's here. So uh, today on the RPD show, I'm talking with uh, my friend Jordan Griffin, who is a sponsored skateboarder and the creator of Griff Gang worldwide he's a music artist and he currently resides in or from he's from doylestown pennsylvania i hope i said that right he's a graphic design student at Ryder university he's just a hustler and you know he's dope dude we've been going back and forth in dms for a while and i'm like hey come on the show man and we're like hell yeah let's do it now we're here but i'm gonna let him in um yeah oh by the way I forgot to message it. Uh, shout out to Dylan, my man, Dylan Height for the beat drop. He uh, goes by the name Hiding in Headstones. Go check out his music, but he's the homie. So anyways, we're going to get into the episode. Everybody, please welcome Jordan Griffin to the RPD show. What up? What up? Well, Jordan, thanks for uh, coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool to be here. I was, as I was kind of saying on the intro was uh, we've been going back and forth on D and you know dms for a while just chopping it up and you've shown love to the show you know for kind of since the beginning i would say and i thought it was only right to bring you on i see what you're doing and you know it's awesome why, yeah why not to why not have you on you know sick well it's a big opportunity for me so thank you again hey no problem man um getting into it uh so you're a sponsored skateboarder like yep. I've, seen, I've seen a lot of your content for the record. I, uh, I tried skating when I was younger cause I was super into it, but I just, I just figured out it was not my thing. So I, I guess I kind of gave up. I like basketball and, you know, I have sports and all that. So I, I give you your roses and kudos and all that for being dope at what you do. But I guess kind of talk about how, uh, you got into that, I guess, or like what made you inspire, like what inspired you to get going, you know, with skateboarding and all that. Damn, I was kind of the opposite. So when I was in elementary school, I liked playing basketball. But mm -hmm. um, then I realized like team sports weren't for me. 
I wanted to try something else. And me and my friends growing up, we would play like the Tony Hawk pro skateboarder games. And this is back when I was in like fourth or fifth grade. So I, I started picking up a skateboard like the summer of fifth grade and I couldn't get off it ever since. So I would say the Tony Hawk video games inspired me, but I also thought I would just be able to stand on a board and with the press of a button, just be able to do a bunch of tricks, but it's not that easy. So I've been doing this for like 11 years and I'm still learning tricks to this day. Wow. Um, I, I think that's so dope that the Tony Hawk game inspired you. I used to play that as a kid and it's fun, but as you said, it's way harder than just pressing a button. Yeah. So, so if you've been doing it for 11 years, how, how old are you now? Cause I know you're in college, right? Yeah, I am 21. Okay. Wow. Making me feel old over here. Now we're both so very young. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 26. So, but it's, it's, uh, so that's basically like half your life though. So what yeah. what would you say were like your early um struggles with was it just getting a feel for being on a board or just the the tricks i feel like it's a very tedious process right um it's tedious but i think everybody goes about it in a different way for me all i wanted to do was be able to ollie because i'm like if i could take my skateboard and get onto things and do tricks after that that'd be cool but all i want to do is just do a basic ollie which is just like jumping with your board so i only worked on ollieing for like a year and a half i had like no other goal in my head and like it paid off now because like i guess i could ollie as high as i could jump it's all just timing but since i really spent a lot of time on the fundamental now it's a lot easier to be like well i want to flip my board this way or that way because i have a lot more hang time so I feel like I used all that focus on the basic tricks. And then from there, it just made everything a lot easier. So starting from, I mean, that makes sense, I guess, you know, doing, yeah. uh, starting off very simple and then working your way up, I guess. I mean, but for those that have tried skating or don't know anything about, I mean, get, getting an ollie down is <laughs> like really hard because it's, yeah. there's so much balance and, just being comfortable with going in the air like that, you know? So. Um, yeah. I mean, it definitely takes time to even get comfortable, like standing on your board and riding around and like feeling like you're not going to fall just like when you push, but um, no, it takes time, but with time it comes practice and practice makes perfect and we can never be perfect, but Hey, we could try. Absolutely. I mean, try you know going for perfection and then not quite reaching it that's still pretty good because obviously we're not per perfect as humans yeah so, um that, that's that's really cool and interesting i mean because skateboarding i feel like is not something that i mean it's a popular thing but it's not something that you come across every day where like you know you'd say they're sponsored or they do it professionally at what um i guess after you know a year in what I guess kept, kept you going, you know, whereas like, I want to keep pursuing this. Was it when like the first sponsorship came in or is it just like you, the love of the craft, I guess? No. So I've always wanted to be sponsored and like turn pro, but that was never like what made me keep doing it. I think I like it because 
it's a real physical and mental challenge. I like to tell people that like getting your fundamentals down in skating is like the physical part. But then after that, it's pretty much all mental. Like there's a bunch of mental roadblocks and stuff like that. So I just say like, if you could really get out of your own head, you could do anything. And just skating alone, it, it got me to think in a more creative mindset. And I feel like it just helped me grow as a person. So I think that's what keeps me going. The challenge of like, always trying to one up yourself. I feel like on my own contest. I, I dig that. I think it's a, it, it's, it seems like from what you described, it's much more of a mental sport than a, I mean, not that it t doesn't take physical skill, but it's cause I feel like you got to have that, uh, that will and determination to kind of keep going when, cause I'm sure it's very frustrating when you're practicing this trick or, you know, over and over and over again, it's just not landing you're, and you're just like, damn it. Like, I'm, I, I'm yeah. done, you know, yeah, it right? could definitely be like that. It's just, um, it's challenging because sometimes you could work on dialing a trick down and it could be easy that day. But then the next day when you have to go get it on film to send to like your sponsor, it could be like a couple hours where you're just falling downstairs, just hoping you land one. But at the end of the day, it just comes from confidence. And a lot of times, like, I feel like personally, I don't get too angry when I skate. I'm just like, oh, it's not working out today. But like, if I ever do get a little frustrated, I feel like it's not the skating that makes me that way. It's like, if I'm just having a bad day, all that built up stress or something could lead me to be frustrated, but it's never skating itself. Okay. That's that, that. I think that's a good perspective to have. And I'm, I'm sure it's uh part of the reason why you've made it, you know, so far um, talk about fall, potentially fall. Have you had any like major injuries or like scares out there? I'm sure, but um, that's or, a like, tough one. or just like close calls, I guess. I mean, cause I'm, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not super familiar with the sport, but it, it seems that, there's an occasional wipeout from here and there, here and there, but I guess it just depends on how you skate, you know? Yeah. So I'm always falling, but, um, I haven't had too many bad accidents, knock on wood, but, um, I feel like the two that really stick out to me is, well, the first one I was trying to film this, it, it was like an ender for one of my video parts. So that's supposed to be like, your biggest and hardest trick to end the video on like a great note to have a bunch of people talk about it. And um, it was this giant like stair set and it was just so big and it was so much impact and the ground was super rough. So it would just like tear you apart. So my hands were already like super like scraped up and I was bleeding everywhere and I'm just throwing myself down this. And I ended up like spraining my ankle and my wrist and I've just like hated that spot ever since I did go back like two or three years later and I landed the same trick on that spot. So that was just like, it felt good to get that off my chest. But, um, the other one, that's actually a funny story. I went to a local park and 
I decided I would warm up on the benches. And I was like, I was probably like 15. I was kind of stupid. I was eating a Wawa hoagie and nice. warming up at the same time. That wasn't a good combo. Um, the benches at the park are like a recycled plastic. So they're super slippery. And I missed locking in on the bench. So I fell backwards. But when I fell back, both of my shins like hit the top of the table. And then I tried to roll out of it. And both of my shins hit the bottom of the table. And I was on the ground and my friend tried to help me up. And I'm like, I just kind of want to lay here. <laughs> and I don't know what made me think this, but I looked down at my pant leg and I saw it was like red everywhere. And I'm like, wow, like I'm skating picnic tables. I must have fell on someone's like raspberries or strawberries or something. Like it didn't occur to me that like I could be bleeding because I just fell so hard. And then it hit me. I'm like, yeah, I should probably like see if anything's wrong. So I ended up having to get like 12 stitches on my shin. Holy so that was like within the first five minutes of getting to the spot too. So that was, that was a sad day. Like I was young and I remember being in the car, like on the way to the ER and I started crying my eyes out just for the fact that I wouldn't be able to skate for the next like month or two. I was so disappointed in that because I try to skate as much as I can, but like it hurt obviously, but like, it hurt me more knowing that I would have to take a break from skating. I, I bet. I mean, how, how long were you out with the after the stitches? It was only like a month or two. It wasn't anything like crazy. I haven't had any like broken bones or anything like that, luckily. that That's good to hear. I mean, but I'm, yeah. I, I bet that, that, you know, those two first, those uh, one to two months really like killed you inside, right? Like it's like, damn, I can't get out yeah, there. Yeah, I mean. I really didn't know what to do. And I don't even think at that age I had music to go to. So it's like, I don't even know what I did. Now I would just like work on music and then get back to skating. Very cool. Yeah, we'll we'll get into the music stuff here in a bit. But this, this whole skateboarding topic, I'm just kind of fascinated with just because I, Got you. I'm, so un, I'm so unfamiliar, you know, it's uh, yeah. Um, I guess my my next question with uh, that I have for you with skateboarding is, you said it's very much a mental sport. Do you? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming mental health plays a big role into how you perform, right? If you're not, or even like when you practice, right? If you're not really feeling too hot, you know, I'm sure it's like way harder versus like when you're in good spirits, right? Yeah, um, for sure. Um... I always try to have a positive outlook on everything. And I try to skate in communities that like accept everybody and just make you feel good. Because like, there's sometimes where I go skate like the city and like the vibe isn't there. I feel like I judge a location off of the vibe I'm getting. And that's what tells me like how to skate. So my local park in Warminster, I go there all the time just because I love the community there. Like everyone's super nice and they always try to help each other and like they cheer each other on all the time. And it's just good to be around that. So I feel like when I do skate there, I kind of get on a roll and I could just keep going and I can keep landing more tricks. But um, you no, know, skating is weird because I feel like 
in general, like the community of skateboarders could be super judgmental at first until you get to know them. So you kind of have to like gain respect from everybody and then everyone's chilling. That, that makes sense. Um, I think it's important to have, you know, a good community around you, you know, just to make it easier and to keep the good times rolling, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, what would, so like, I'm, I'm curious about the sponsorship thing. So it's like, you mentioned that you, it's, it's video based, right? Cause like they use the footage or I guess yeah, it kind of explain so, how that works in a sense. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to explain it because I guess there's like different forms. So I guess I'll just start from the beginning. So my first sponsors, it was just like, they would send me some products here and there. And in return, I just had to like shout them out on social media and just like wear their stuff in contests and stuff like that. But I would say as of like the last three to four years, I started getting like bigger name sponsors and bigger companies have bigger budgets. So it's easier to get like paid work from them, whether that's content creation or just like getting paid to put out a video part. Um, it's more like consistent product. Like it could be like monthly boxes of skateboards and stuff like that, just to keep me rolling. But, um, sponsorships are super cool because you get like included with like a team of people who who normally you would look up to because in my head it's like why would you want to be on a team where you don't actually enjoy watching their team to begin with so it's kind of cool because some companies it's like i've been sending footage to for five years so for them to finally be like hey we love what you do like can we please send you a box and see what we could get going? It's just like a good feeling for me. But um, I feel like there's always something to work towards. And it's always been like my dream to get sponsored. I didn't know if it would happen, but it happened and I can't be any more happy than I am. I'm super grateful for that. Well, that's amazing, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that, you know, it, it worked out for you. And I think it's really cool that it's kind of kept you along on that journey. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome to hear. Good, good for you, man. That's, that's, that's super cool. I mean, that's not many people, you know, are able to get into that position. So really good stuff. Um, so you're, you're currently enrolled at Ryder university and, uh, you specialize in graphic design. Um, yeah or you're majoring like in graphic design. Uh, do you have like previous experience with graphic design or is that something you're, do you do that as well? Cause um, on top you're kind of a jack of all trades. Like on top of that, you know, you're, you know, music artist, which I think is cool and as well. And then you just started up Griff Gang and I almost said internet, Griff Gang worldwide, right? Your clothing, yeah. which is super cool. Like, dude, you're doing so many different things. Like that's, that's great. Thank you. Yeah, so I feel like I've been into graphic design my whole life, but um, I really didn't find like the passion for it until I took an engineering class in high school. I don't know how this applies to engineering like directly, 
but there was a unit where we had to design a logo and then we had to print it out on a vinyl cutter and like if we wanted to we can make a sticker but i wanted to do a shirt so i used like the heat press and like made a shirt and then i found out like i knew how to use the program and like navigate it pretty well so i just had a bunch of logos done and the next week i brought in like a whole stack of clothes and made like my whole clothing line and stuff like that like in class and i'm like this is fun and at the time i just called my brand jag because like those are my initials but um i i think it was like later that year in the same class i sat down with my cousin and i'm like i feel like people would want to buy this stuff i just have to like rebrand it and i was going over like names onto like what to call the fan base i was building and my cousin's like easy griff gang and i thought of that name before i'm like nah it's kind of cheesy and he's like it's only cheesy if you make it cheesy i'm like you have a point it kind of has a good ring to it so now i'm doing that stuff i got the hat on right now oh okay but, um yeah, so that just kind of inspired everything. And for Christmas, like the next year, my family got us like a family like vinyl cutter and heat press. So I actually press all my own merch and design everything like in my room. Oh, that so, is so, that's so cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so I've been doing this stuff for a minute, but um, I feel like in the last year or two, I really dove into doing like song artwork, album artwork, playlist covers and flyers and all that stuff for music artists and stuff like that. So I'm really trying to expand my portfolio there and just see where it takes me. Yeah, absolutely. I think the more uh, avenues you can go down, the, the, the more it will only expand your network and the, you know, the, who knows what it may lead to, you know, just the more skills you can offer, the better, really. I mean, shoot, but that, that pressing your own merch and like your, that's, that's so cool. Like, thank you. I, I, I think that's so cool. Like that's that, I mean, shoot, maybe we got to talk, you know, I, I've been wanting to do merch and I let's just do it. So let's, we might have to have a conversation after this, <laughs> Sounds um, good. you know, especially since you, you know, you are, you know, to have graphic design experience it's pretty you know be yeah that well that's that's a conversation for off the record i guess <laughs> good. Um, <laughs> so the graphic design and then creating your own brand did that kind of transition into like releasing your own music or is that just like something that you thought like ah, i don't know and then you got good feedback and you kept like how, how did what made you get into music as well i mean um i don't know it's a tough question I had um one sponsor a couple years ago. They paid for me to go on a trip to North Carolina to skate with one of the teammates on the company. But there was also a rapper friend of mine down there and he wanted me to hop on this song and I've never rapped before in my life. Like growing up, I used to always like write songs. I just never rapped them or sang them or did anything with them. I didn't know how. And um yeah, so I did that and I'm like, that was like really fun. And like, I'm friends with a, a bunch of people who do music. And there was one day where Andrew Miore came over. He goes by No Love for the Middle Child. Yeah, he, I, I, was, I know him. He's the homie. Good, good, good guy. Yeah. So 
um one day he was dropping off concert tickets i was showing him how to skate and i'm like dude like i wish i made music like you guys all inspire me to start i just don't know where to begin he's like step one is you just gotta go for it and as soon as he said that i'm like maybe he's right so i bought like a 100 mic on amazon soon after that and i just started rapping my little heart out and it wasn't very good but i was putting out content on soundcloud and then um my friend alex catrimbone he he really like mentored me and helped me dial in like a better sound and he helped me just become like more professional with it so i feel like it kind of just happened naturally it wasn't like today i'm gonna be an artist and this is gonna go down like that like i've been wanting to do it for a while and i feel like when the time was right i just made it happen growing up i was super shy so i never thought i would be able to like use my voice on something i always hated my voice so i'm like why would i ever record music if i don't even like the way i sound when i talk but it's kind of different that is it's not like i but i respect that man like that's that's really cool like to just go for it like out of the blue like that like that's kind of how this podcast started i've been wanting to do it forever but i was afraid like i truly was afraid to just like put myself out there and be vulnerable you know yeah but it's it's a different difficult position to be in because then the content you put out you know as you know it's like open for criticism you know you, people can just say what they want to you online and that's the, the oh, negative yeah. stuff is not really great but um and it's just like a you know a a weird feeling to get over so i mean i, I definitely relate to your hesitation to do it because i mean oh yeah no the I was, I was, sucks <laughs> it does and i mean i, I was kind of shy growing up so it's like the fact that i talk with people and have you know do this it's kind of like weird sort of to me like people are like oh dude i love the shit i'm like really like i still kind of think like i'm eh, like i'm okay at it but like it's just fun for me so it's like i, I do it so I, yeah, I, I you're doing your thing and if you're having fun that's what matters yeah. because at the end of the day if people make fun of you for having fun they just kind of sound stupid themselves because they're just complaining over other people living their life and doing what they want to do exactly and uh and for the record no one has made fun of me or i haven't really received any negative feedback everyone's been super nice and positive you know either they, awesome. they check that one episode or they're like a constant listener so but you know that comes when that that'll come when you know you expand the audience you know when you're talking to thousands of people instead of hundreds or whatever or even whatever the number is yeah you know, there, there's always that root that small pocket of just like people where it's like oh this sucks or like why do you have that per you know but I'm, I'm ready for it but step you know one step at a time um so i'm but i Anyways, I think it's uh, like just you going for it without any like expectation and whatnot, uh, I think is great. So thank you. Keep, keep it going, man. You know, um, I, I, you know, I did my homework a little bit. You have a new single actually coming out next week, right? Or this yeah. coming on yeah. Friday. So I'm super stoked on this. Um, I feel like in the past, I, I started out just like rapping over trap beats that my homie from high school would send me. 
And I'm like, this music doesn't really like make me happy. I'm not enjoying my own music. And I feel like that's a big part. So when I started hitting up different producers to work with, um, I decided to try to sing a little bit. I never thought I had it in me because I was like the one kid in choir class who would always like fake sing. I would just like lip sync everything and I just got through it because I was scared to make a noise. I'm like, I can't sing. So I worked on that and um, I started dropping more like poppier music. And for the past like year and a half, I've been working on like this like alternative like pop punk kind of project and i noticed like a lot of people are starting to do that now and i'm like damn like i've been working on this for so long like that's crazy that people are doing this like maybe i picked like a good lane to take this album in but um the first single to that album comes out this friday it's called sorry not sorry and is featuring my homie justin gabriel and this is like my first like real music video and it's just a pop punk anthem. So I'm super stoked for everybody to hear it. Hopefully people enjoy it, but if not, I'm just doing me. Hey, that's the right attitude to have, you know, just have no expectation and you know, yeah. see where it goes, but that's, that's exciting. I'm, I'm excited. I'm definitely going to check it out, man. But, uh, what I guess, kind of what are, is there any musical artists musical artists are there any art <laughs> what am i saying are there any artists out there or like bands or influences that you had while like you know doing this pop punk music or just starting out in general or friends like who who do you i guess look up to or like listen to that like really made you want to get into it damn i don't know because i just started making different kinds of music in my dorm room i had like a ratchet setup. I had like a little isolation booth thing and I sat that on top of my microwave. And I remember, I think it was like the first song I did for the album. I was supposed to be like writing a paper for one of my classes. And I just came up with this melody and I'm like, I got to record this like right now. So I just kind of made acoustic music. So there's like a little acoustic section on the album. So I made that at first. So I didn't really have any inspiration when I was making those couple songs. And then like MGK and Mod Sun, Ian Dior, all of them just started like popping up on my Spotify. I'm like, this is actually super good. Like I always listen to like underground rap music and I never really listened to band music growing up. But um, I feel like Blink and All Time Low and like those kind of groups um, inspired like the more recent songs I've done on the album. But yeah, it's kind of weird because I never really like listened to that kind of music before I started making the album. I kind of made the album and then like listened to music after I already recorded half of it. So that's an interesting process. I uh, yeah. like it's kind of like the reverse version of i guess how people normally do it but that's that's interesting what you mentioned the under, underground rap scene who like what type of rap like who do you listen to would you normally um, listen to? i listen to a lot of like futuristic and Whit lowry and um who else 
I'm going blank right now. I can't think of anybody. I feel like those are my top two rappers, but Alex Catronbone, he's one of my favorites. He's a good friend of mine. Um, yeah, so I just listened to people who still had like a big following, but they weren't like mainstream. For whatever reason, I like didn't want to give in to listen to um, all the popular music that everyday people would listen to. I just didn't want to like fit in in that aspect, I guess. I, I wanted to find people who were trying to make it and help build them up. Because I feel like you got to support local artists and people really trying to grind on the come up. Absolutely. I think that's really cool. That's I. That's kind of how I got started in music and all that. You know, just like listening to underground guys and just like, oh, there's like more out there than like, you know, Drake and Lil Wayne and those types, you know, like the mainstream guys. So yeah that's really cool stuff man that's 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 dope good you know a lot of talented artists out there so i think it's good to expand uh your horizons oh, yeah. now in the past couple of years i feel like my music taste has like expanded in like a crazy amount because like before it was like only like the super lyrical rap and stuff like that and then it went to like the sad emotional rap and then it went more to pop music I'm not really listening to rap too much. And now it's like pop punk, acoustic stuff. So I feel like being ex being exposed to all that different music has like affected me in a creative way where I could put that creativity into new designs or skating or my own music or something like that. So I feel like just expanding my horizons just helps me think of more ideas and stuff like that. So it really helped benefit me. Absolutely. And it, ne it never hurts to uh, expand your horizons. I mean, I think it's good to, you know, hear it all. Cause then you can kind of make your own get, get, you know, take, take in what you'll take in. And then when you create, it will kind of come out, you know, based on yeah. what you heard. So, I mean, I, I, I was the same way. I mean, I, used to you know rap music was like my first musical like music that i really loved and then i find then i slowly expanded my horizons and saw what's out there and it's there's just a lot of good stuff i mean i guess just what catches your ear catches your ear that's what's so great about music you know it's not um you know it's not subjective it's it's very of opinion you know it's it's not something that you know is right or wrong you know, it's, I guess that's what kind of makes it a, like a unique industry, you know, where it's like one person can say this song's bad, but then like the other's like, oh, that's my favorite song. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's just like oh, yeah. a weird balance. No, it's so weird. And even when I drop my own music, like, I, f I guess if I really didn't like a song, I wouldn't put it out. Or like, if I really didn't like a song on a project, I would just kind of like take that out. I've done that a lot, but like, I still have like, album favorites and like my least favorites on my own stuff that i make and it's weird that my least favorite song could be someone's favorite song and like they play it every day and they're always like yo like this is so good i'm like thank you like i didn't think anybody else would like this especially more than me <laughs> yeah exactly it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing um do you like outside of 
everything that you do, I guess it's a better way to say it. Do you have any like other interests? Like, are you into like sports? Do you watch sports or do you like movies or like what, what do you do? I guess in your free time, if you have free time. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going to say, I don't really have free time. I guess I just like going on little hikes and stuff like that. Um, I like going on road trips too. I haven't traveled that much. So as soon as COVID calms down a little bit, my goal is definitely to travel more because, well, I'm out here in Pennsylvania, but I've only really been to like New Jersey and Florida a couple of times, but like I got to go to like the West coast and stuff like that just to try it out. Absolutely. Are, are you, uh, are you closer to like jerk? Like where, what part of PA are you? Like, um, where would it be considered? I'm in Doylestown, so I'm like 35 minutes away from New Jersey, but I'm also like 40 minutes from Philly. Okay, so, so yeah, it's at a good location. And I go to school in Jersey, and I have to commute there, so it's only like 45 minutes away. So it's not bad. I'm yeah. always in Jersey. You should definitely uh, get out to the West Coast though. Once it's the world is not weird. It's uh, yeah. I think I feel like have you ever been out to like California or Arizona or no so I want to go to both those places soon um I think at the end of April I'm going out to Colorado that's gonna be like it's another good spot my first like real plane ride like by myself so that's gonna be super cool so I'm excited for that yeah it's something to look forward to I mean um that Colorado is a great place. That's another, I would say like my favorite pl places out West are like California, Arizona. I like Salt Lake city, Utah. That's a great. Yeah. I have to get over there. And then Colorado is just awesome. Like I've had nothing but good experiences wherever I've been in Colorado. Awesome. So, That's good to hear. Yeah. So, I mean, if you ever, we'll definitely have to, you know, stay in touch and, my, you know, I'll toss you some recommendations if you're looking for any. Um, that's that's cool though. Um, I, I guess this is kind of the part of the the program where I I kind of call it closing thoughts, where it's like you get to kind of say like um, a message or like plug whatever you want to plug, and then we kind of end the show. I guess that way. That's that, I don't know. It's just like kind of what I like to do. So I guess. Um, what are your closing thoughts when it comes to what, what do you got for me? If anything, you can just say, Hey, follow me on IG. <laughs> I am on the spot right now. Um, um, didn't mean to put pressure on you. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, I just want to tell the people listening or watching to, um, do what they love. I feel like a lot of people think you could only go one direction in life. And you have to like stick to that because that's kind of like the social norm. But um, I feel like I've always been an outcast and like not in like a bad way. Like I feel like I always tried to like make my own path and really do what I want to do. And if you stick to that, like it can and it will pay off. And I highly recommend just following your head, following your heart and doing what you love. And always have a positive mindset. And yeah, anybody, if you're listening, you could always hit me up for advice or anything like that. Um, my Instagram and all my socials actually 
or at jgriff830, jgriff830. Well, dude, that, that was a really powerful, you know, way to end the show. I, I really, you know, I appreciate that perspective. And I'm sure anyone out there listening will definitely, um, Jordan, it, it's been, this was fun. Um, you know, if you, if you liked the episode, please, uh, go toss him a follow on Instagram, Twitter, whatever social media you use, or just shoot him a message and say you enjoyed the, the episode. That would mean a lot to him, but I, I can't thank you. I can't thank you enough for coming on and chatting with me tonight. That, that, that means a lot. And I'm glad we really got to do this. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. I haven't done too many podcasts, so this is a super cool opportunity. Definitely want to remember. And once it's out, I'll post it up on my Instagram and everything for you. I, and, man, I appreciate yeah. that a lot, but Hey, I mean, Pot, it, it's a good way to start, you know, just start doing them. And then people, I guess, you know, people will see that you're, I guess, down to do interviews or, de- I mean, I guess it depends. And they may just reach out and be like, Hey, like I saw that one. You want to come on the show? And it's like, yeah, sure, man. You know, <laughs> it's well, cool. So that's, I'm regardless though. I appreciate it. You're really cool for doing this and yeah, we'll, we'll definitely stay in touch. And I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to, hearing your new single on Friday. Let's go check that out too. If you're listening, you know, oh, yeah. it's going to be a movie. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming on the show. We'll see you next time. <laughs>